This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good to have him on the line. He is the head of the Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology and the director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. Good morning, Dion. Trust you well. Wonderful. Thanks, Brad. Yeah, we, we were just talking about what Paul said to the Romans, that there's no one righteous. In fact, he repeated over three or four times over the case of four verses, reminding us that there's no one that's righteous. And the world doesn't like that. We like to say we're good people that sometimes we do bad things, as opposed to bad people who sometimes do good things are in need of a savior. It's this little bit of a confusing thing for everyone. Absolutely, yeah. And I think, I mean, the, the reality is that, uh, you know, all of us are created good indeed, but the fallen nature of humanity is something from which we need salvation and redeeming. And uh, yes, I think you're quite right. Our culture doesn't like to hear that, uh, that we need someone outside of ourselves to save us. We're, <laughs> we're a, a culture that likes to say, hey, I can do everything myself. And yes. uh, of course, that's not true. Yesterday, we were talking uh, to somebody about the choices that we make. The, there are things in our lives where we have a choice about how we're going to be. I am going to not, not do this. I am going to be ill-disciplined about this. I am going to be lazy. I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just this is, we have choices that we make. And often we choose the opposite of what would be best for ourselves, for people around us. And I think we displease God with some of the things we get up to because we just make poor choices. One of the other poor choices we make, Dion, is we give away our joy. We just decide that I'm just going to let this steal my joy. And now that's, that's a, a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, segue into our topic for today. And I've been thinking a great deal about this. Think about this for a moment. Yeah. There's that, that well-known saying that says how we live our days is how we live our lives. How we, we spend our hours is ultimately what will make up our legacy. Now, mm. for most of us, when we think about legacy, when we think about, you know, how will my life be remembered? What difference will it make? How will God look upon the years that I've spent? We think about these sort of big goals, you know, the things that we will achieve, you know, at, at some stage in the future. Mm. But the reality is those things are made up of what we do every single day. They're made up of the seconds and the minutes and the hours and how we fill those hours with our life. Now, I, I've uh, often worked with groups and said to them, you know, if, if you're wanting to get things right in the end, mm. you have to work backwards. You have to say, what is it that I need to do today? What is it that I need to, to hold these moments? Mm. And um, I've often thought about it. I wonder, you know, when people look at me, do they think that I'm, that I'm negative, that I'm cynical, do they think that I'm, I'm grumpy, <laughs> you know, that I'm, I'm a naysayer? That, am, am I the kind of person that when I walk into the room, I suck all of the energy out of the room? <laughs> you know, when I walk along the road, do people cross the street to, oh, no. to avoid me? Now, I mean, that's obviously the, the extreme. Mm. But, um, you know, Brad, this is something important for us to think about as Christians. So I want to say, first of all, the, the thing that you need to recognize as Christians is the joy is a gift from God. It's not something that we create. It's not like happiness. Yeah. It's not something that, uh, you know, we, we, can, we can manufacture for ourselves. Joy comes from the recognition of the truth of who God is. The scriptures wow. are, are full of this, uh, the importance of, of recognizing that we are called 
to be a people of joy. Just think about some of those those wonderful uh, verses in the Bible. I think about the Psalms, clap your hands, all you people, you know, mm. shout to God with a, a shout of triumph, you know, the, the sort of joyous nature of recognizing who God is and how God is and how God looks upon us. Now, I want to say, Brad, um, I think joy is one of those things that we need to constantly rediscover. It takes spiritual discipline to live a life of Christian joy. Um, when Paul writes to the Ephesians uh, in that wonderful, wonderful letter of joy, when he writes to the Philippians, again, ex- exposing this, this, the importance of this notion of joy, he reminds them that it takes discipline mm. to live with joy. Now, I want to say there's three things that we need to do to live joyful life. The first one is we have to be grounded in truth. We have to be grounded in truth. You know, unhappiness often comes from when we ground ourselves in those things that we see, those things that we think are true, those things that are fleeting and passing. But joy comes from knowing that God is loving, Mm. that God is powerful, that God has your best interests at heart, that in the end, Jesus wins, love wins. (laughs) And being grounded in that truth, I think, is an important thing. So I want to say to to our listeners today, join me in in grounding yourself in truth. Take yourself in the promises of Scripture. Mm. You know, read them. Uh, Share them with your children. Post them on your Facebook page. Write a note, you know, I often do this. I write a little sticky note, and, and when my kids open their lunchbox at school, my daughter, her laptop advanced, there's just a little note, you know, a little, nice. little promise from Scripture, just a reminder. That's the first thing I want to say. Ground yourself in truth. Believe those promises. Uh, situate yourself in them. The second thing that I want to say is that it is exceptionally important that we bring everything that is not joy. Uh, joyful, everything that robs us of our joy, that we bring that into the presence of God, mm. who is the source of joy. And that's prayer. You know, we, we can do this every single day. Say, Lord, you know that I'm worrying about this thing and it robs me of joy. Yeah. Or you know that I have to work with this person <laughs> and they rob me of joy. Or you know that I've got to face this particular challenge. I'm going for a medical procedure yeah. or, you know, I, I need a job and it's robbing me of joy and I'm bringing it to you. And remember, if you bring it to God in the face of God's promises, believe this. Believe that God's promises are more true than anything that you see. Third thing I want to say, Brad, is we need to become discerning. We need to become discerning. We have to protect our hearts and minds. And this is just a simple little discipline. What is your heart and mind filled with? Mm. Is it filled with News 24? Is it filled with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram? Are you constantly comparing yourself to others? Are you living in a space which is not real? Be very, very discerning about what you fill your heart and your mind with. Because those things, you read in the scriptures, from the abundance of the heart, so the mouth speaks, even the hands move, the heart is changed. And we need to fill ourselves with whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. If anything is excellent, those are the things that we should be thinking on. So I want to invite you, Brad, our listeners, Dion, I'm speaking to you. Hmm. It's time to revive joy. Oh, that's so beautiful. I like the practical part of this because people say you've got to choose joy and then there's the happiness side of things and then we say, I don't feel joyful when actually we're just feeling unhappy and we don't like the circumstances that we're in and so we equate how we're feeling to being without joy. Meanwhile, we're just unhappy or we're being grumpy. But to actually choose joy and 
to be able to experience something inside of us that spills out to others despite our circumstance. So it's not circumstantial, right, Dion? It's not circumstantial. I mean, obviously, you know, God is in the circumstance, but that's the secondary thing. Our primary source of everything in our lives, our identity, what we should be doing, what we should be longing for, shouldn't be based on the culture of our times, on what we, what we earn, what we achieve. It should be based on the promise of God who says that I've created you in my image. You, you are loved more than you will ever know. My desire is for you to not only be blessed, but to be a blessing. That, that is far more true than anything circumstantial. I love that. And share your joy. I mean, the world needs it, doesn't uh, Isn't that right, Dion? We need to be not only experiencing joy for the sake of saying, I feel joyful, but how can I be joyful to the point of overflow so that my joy can infect people around me and it's the good kind of infection that a mask's not going to stop? <laughs> yeah. uh, Brad, I, I would have been so joyful that, uh, that perhaps even sometimes people say, oh my goodness, Dion's joy is overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Yesterday I was w- taking a walk around our complex and I went past, there's a, a kiddies play area and there were two kids swinging together on a, on a, uh, on a big tire t- with a chain attached to the frame, right? They're busy swinging yes. away these two and they spotted me uh, because they could play with my son from time to time. So the littlest one says, hello. And the slightly older one looks at me and he says, don't have a good day. Have a great day. Oh, <laughs> uh, beautiful. And I thought, goodness, beautiful. you know, when a little 10-year-old, 9-year-old, 10-year-old decides to leave you with that for your late afternoon, it put a smile on my face. So I just thought, we've got to be those kind of people. So uh, let's, let's spread the joy. Dion, thanks for hanging out with us this morning. All the way from Stellenbosch. Take care. Have a joyful day. You too, my friend. God bless. <laughs> Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.